Please be seated. <coughs> Reading from verse later to Titus chapter 2, beginning to read at verse 11. For the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. He teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright and godly lives in this present age. While we wait for the blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness and to prefer for himself a people that are his very own, eager to do what is good. This is the word of the Lord. May I speak in the name of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today is a special day. For us, as Christians, isn't it? We're happy, are we? It's a wonderful day for us. But from this passage I just read, two questions comes to mind. And number one, what must we do to gain salvation? Then number two, where is the way to the salvation? We know, according to the Apostle Paul, that salvation is by grace, through faith, not of works we perform or tradition we keep. Not about the liturgy, the order of service, not about our works or what we have achieved, but by grace and grace alone. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 and 9 says, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Countless passages from the Bible reveal salvation being the door of entrance into the church. Jesus described himself as the door in John chapter 10 verse 9. And he says, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Jesus is the way. And Jesus is the reason for the season. It's not about the decoration. It's not about the Christmas tree. It's not about the jumper. It's not about Christmas pudding. All those things are great. But we need to remember the reason why we're celebrating Christmas. A few months later, we begin to talk about Easter. The reason why Jesus came. And it happened over 2,000 years ago to pay the price for us. But something very striking in verse 11 of that Titus chapter 2. And it says, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation had appeared to all men. 
So the grace is not just for a particular person, it's for everyone who is willing to receive Jesus as his Lord and personal Savior. John 3.16, very favorite passage for many of us. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, whosoever that believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Man could never obtain the righteousness of God. For the Bible says that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So what does man have if he can never attain the righteousness of God? He has hope in grace. What is grace? What does grace mean? Unmerited favor that we don't deserve. Not because of who you are. Not because of your position. Not because you're a vicar or a leader. No. It's about him. His grace. His grace. That is why we're here this morning. Celebrating him. We're alive today because of his grace. And he offers that to everyone. He says he appeared to everyone. It doesn't matter where you have been. <clears throat> it doesn't matter the distance between you and God. You can make things right. Isaiah chapter 59 verses 1 to 2 says his hand is not shortened to hear our prayers. And his ears is not hard to hear. But Bible says that sin is a reproach. So if we can make this right to accept him and say, Jesus, come into my life. Be the Lord of lords and kings of kings. Just like Colin said last night. You have to make that decision yourself. The grace for each, every one of us. There has never been a wicked soul or a heart so hard that Jesus cannot change. That's never. God's grace is not based on our works of righteousness. It is available to whosoever will. You may think that God could never love him. I'm not sure God loves me. Or that you're far away from him. You remember the story of the prodigal son. He squandered his father's money. The Bible said that when he came to his senses, he realized that I would go back to my father and I would ask him. Because my father has everything. And I know he will forgive me. And he welcomed him back. The same thing with us today. In as much as we are in the mood of this festive season to celebrate Christmas, may we also remember that grace that is offered to each every one of us. It's a free gift. You don't have to buy it. You can buy grace. It's a free gift to each every one of us. All you need is just to open up to Him and remember the reason for the season. Second Peter chapter 3 verse 9, the Bible says, The Lord is not slack concerning His promise. 
as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to us world, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. The fact is that God stands ready to fill your life with His grace today. This is not His intention that we should perish. John chapter 1 verse 12, those who believe in me, I give them the power to become the sons of God. God is willing to welcome you. That in Galatians chapter 2 verse 20, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. So it's about grace. Not about who we are. It's about him. And I'm going to read that verse 11 again. For the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. It is teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-control, upright and godly lives in this present age. The grace will help you to say no to evil. Grace is not a license to go and do likewise. Okay? My wife and I were watching a television, something. And something happened on the television. A preacher came up and was preaching and says, Once forever saved, is saved. In other words, once you are saved, then you can carry on sinning. Because the grace has covered everything. I was really upset and I walked to smash the TV on the floor. And I, I shut the system off. What is he preaching? And that's what we could see in these contemporary churches today. It doesn't matter. There are so many pastors who focus on grace alone. And some major on mercy. And some on prosperity. But that's not what the Bible says. And that's why every time we come to church, we say confession. Because it's not something that we deserve. We don't merit it. It's only by His grace that we are who we are today. We are alive today because of His grace. And how can someone say that forever saved, once forever saved, is saved forever, you can carry on sinning, you can carry on drinking, you can carry on fornicating, because the grace has covered everything. Is that true? No. So the grace of God is not a license to go and do whatever you like. It's like driving on a motorway where you remember that you have to drive 20 miles per hour. You slow down just to keep the law. Not because you want to fulfill it. But the grace is free to everyone. It doesn't matter where you're coming from. It doesn't matter your background, your culture, your color. It's for everyone. And that's what Jesus did for us. 
And that is the reason for the season. He came to identify himself to us and to journey with us so that through him we might gain internal life. I don't want to challenge you this morning as you go to celebrate with your family, friends. Remember the reason for the season. It's all about Jesus. He is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through Him. And in a few months, we'll begin to think and remember what Jesus did for us over 2,000 years ago. He paid the price for us so that through Him, we might be saved. The grace appeared. The grace that brings salvation. All that translation says is the grace that brings salvation. So it's the door. Jesus is the door. The way and the truth and the life. And may that be at the back of your mind in everything we do during this Christmas. Amen. Merry Christmas to you all.